Welcome to 40 Years to Freedom Podcast. Happy Saturday, Britt. Happy Saturday. You look absolutely like a babe today. Hey, thanks, say that. girl. I know you said you just weren't feeling I'm yourself, not, but I'm I think not. you look stunning. Thanks. So. I wish everyone could see me right now, then. Right? I might have to take a little picture of me and <laughs> me and my braless onesie. No, not in a hat today. Not my normal gear, but hey. Yeah. I'm winging it. I, I had to work I'll... today, so, you know, I got to put a little extra spruce into it. I felt like I had to work today. I woke up and remembered that it was our neighborhood garage sale event. Uh-huh. And I'm always about, like, just driving by. Like, yep. I do the cool drive-bys. And so I'm like, Kate, let's get up. Let's, let's go get coffee and, yeah. you know, cruise the neighborhood. And then my mom comes out of her room and she's like, I want to go. And I'm like, great. <laughs> so then it was like a 20-minute wait. Like, I was ready to walk out the door with exactly what I woke up in. Right. And just do the drive-by situation. If there's something I desperately needed, maybe hop out and face the world with my pajamas on. Right. But then I had to wait 20 minutes and my mom had to be all cute. And I'm like, this is not a fashion show. We're literally going garage garage sailing. And she's like, I need to make coffee. And I'm like, we were going to go get coffee. And she was just like, I already started it. So anyways, it turned into this big ordeal. And there was a lot of garage sales in my neighborhood. Um, I think they said that like 46 houses part of it i love community garage sales because then it's all right there yeah and we started driving through them and they were it was just not good stuff and i felt bad well actually i didn't feel bad because i don't need really anybody else's (laughs) junk i have enough junk but i was just disappointed because when i put a garage sale out i'm not going to just throw out a bunch of junk i just need to get rid of like that kind of stuff just goes automatically into a bin to goodwill or whatever right i want to make money like, literally, people are just pulling boxes out of their garage and putting it in their driveways. That's still just the boxes. They don't like, open you had it up. to go through. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm not about this life. Like, yeah. I want to see it cute sitting there with a little ribbon around it, and right. then I buy it. <laughs> right. So I spent a dollar today. What did you get for a dollar? <laughs> it was this cute little, like, vintage sign that said, Home Sweet Home. Oh, cute. So, and it was, like, navy blue. Definitely my colors. Right. And kind of, like, run down. My mom bought a basket. So she's the basket queen. She has 10 million baskets. I don't right. know why we needed another one. She's like, it's exactly what I needed. Like, okay. And then we went to coffee. After we were done, I was done in about an hour and a half. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it was like $45 for coffee. For for the three of you? Plus, we got Gavin stuff. Gavin didn't come with us. Right. He stayed at home with the dogs. But it was just, I was like, well, that wasn't very good trip. Like, spent a dollar at garage sales and uh, $45 <laughs> at Starbucks. So that was fun. Starbucks gets expensive anymore. It does. I went for one drink the other day. It was like seven fifty. I was like... I don't work anymore, so I don't think it's in my budget. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I can make it at home. At, agreed. Agreed with that. So I did buy this cute little like to-go coffee cup. So I drink a cup of coffee every morning at home while I'm getting ready. And then I take one with me to work. Mm-hmm. And normally I end up with like eight mugs by the end of the week in the back of my car. Right. So now I have one like travel one that has a lid. And there's just spilled coffee all over my car, all of that. But I think when I went to Starbucks last my like morning drink so i don't know what it is i can't get an iced drink in the morning like it has to be a hot coffee Me too and forever i was the tea drinker remember mm-hmm, i, I do. only did treat uh tea. tea in the morning and my hot drink is a triple venti cinnamon dolce latte with oat milk that is almost nine dollars i realized the other day when i paid for it i was like oh my god that's like $50 a week if you go every day. No, I only go to Starbucks like once a week. Right. So usually on Fridays, I treat myself to coffee on Fridays. But I was just blown away when I realized how much it actually was for totally. one coffee drink. Yeah. What's your go-to coffee if you have to get one to go? Um, I, I'm simple. I just like like a skinny vanilla latte with oat milk. I have to have oat milk. I'm weird with dairy. But um, if I'm like feeling bad about myself and I'm going for a treat like to treat treat myself then I'll get an ice venti caramel macchiato but um that was my drink for a while yeah. I feel like I change it every few. me too I kind of get burnt out I love yeah. the seasonal drinks um Sarah brought me this like apple oat milk latte yesterday it was so good oh I saw that because all the new fall stuff's there yeah so that's what Caden Caden got the pumpkin spice he's like I don't mean to be the basic white girl but uh <laughs> can I get a pumpkin spice frappuccino um yes, I, I, I think I like more um Starbucks during seasonal drinks I'm not the pumpkin spice person but like winter drinks um anything with caramel but dang it's an expense it is an expense it really is 
I just need to get all the things at home for the exact same price and yeah. just make it every day. Right. You, you know? can buy all that stuff for the price of the one coffee. Exactly. <laughs> but sure. then again, that's when I say I that, treat myself once a week. That's part of the treat. That's part of the treat. Like Agreed. I know it's going to be expensive. I know if I have to get one for myself, if I'm coming to work and Chad's here, I get one for him. Right. You know, like it's, it, it's a, it's a treat. That's why I only do it once a week. Right. Except for look at me today with my Starbucks. Is that your second Starbucks today? It's my third. <laughs> uh, no, no, not today. This week. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's my third. So yeah. life's short. Just treat yourself within reason. That's how I see it. <laughs> that's how I see it. So um, just a quick little recap. Um, so we haven't been here in two weeks. Two weeks yeah, today. Close to yep. Right. And I just wanted to find out first, how's Faye? She's doing good. I haven't um, seen her in like two weeks. So I know. I'm kind of brokenhearted about that. I know. Come on over. I think I'm going to come over. Yeah. She's doing really good. Um, yeah. We had a lot of appointments this week. And so it, it I, I don't want to take away from like the growth that she's doing because, you know, she's had, she had like a little bit of a bad ultrasound and that's worrisome. And we have a... Lot of follow up appointments we're doing in October in um, Salt Lake, and I talked about that last time. Yeah, um, now that she had the ultrasound, it just kind of makes me nervy. But we're weaning off her um, her off some medication, and so her we're going to redo her ultrasound because I think that her kidneys are a little. You know, she's 13 months old. And she's been on a lot of medication since the end of May, beginning of June, and um, she needs a little break from that stuff. And a lo- we we kind of have to figure out what's working for her, what's not working for her, mm-hmm. and the only way to do that is to wean off some of the things she's been on for a while and i'm looking forward to re ultrasounding her kidneys because she needs those babies her whole life and i don't want to be have any part of damaging them um her doctors think that you know it it's typical for the condition she's been in but Mm -hmm. it's scary um especially because she has been doing so good so and we can't see that that's all internal you know so um so i can just tell you from experience with the kidneys because that was the biggest part of david what is fluids so fluids flushing out all that stuff i mean they say even us like here with my venti coffee Mm -hmm. i should have three glasses of water to be able to wash this out of my system Mm -hmm. like the same size Mm -hmm. so you got to make sure that you're always totally flushing that out as much as you possibly can especially if it's medication so definitely one thing not that there's anything nice about being on a g-tube is that i'm in complete control of her water intake um and so she probably gets more water than she's ever gotten which is good um because you know i i get to be in control she's not like drinking it by mouth but um we're gonna do a new swallow study here in a couple weeks and so we might see if she's progressed and is able to take liquids by mouth um i'm looking forward to that nice and um i I spoke to um, two moms, you know, Veda's um, condition, she's one of 35 with her exact mutation. And I spoke to two moms with her exact mutation and it was extremely hopeful talking to them. Um, I had really good conversations with them. One little boy's four, another little girl's seven, and um, both of those kids um, are completely functioning. Um, Walk, talk, go to traditional school. Um, They have like little things that like the parents say like we know, but like a stranger probably wouldn't know. Um, And compared to some of these other kids that have um, a very similar um, mutation, is completely different and so i'm really hoping since there's gene lives on that same spot that they um are able you know that there's some similarity there because it gave me so much hope and um it was just really a breath of fresh air to talk to specifically parents that have gone through exactly what we've gone through and um I'm just, you know, holding on to that hope that it, it, it's going to be good and that our outcome is going to be close to what their outcome has been. And I do think that we'll forever live, um, you know, taking a deep breath, wondering like when something's going to come or if something's going to happen. But um, talking to them that have the exact same, Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> talking to them that just they, you know, they've gone through it. So I... It's really hopeful. And um, are you finding more and more parents to connect with? um, I am to connect with, yes. um, But I'm only finding that these two moms that have that specific mutation at that specific spot on their gene 
like I said, there's only 35. And so um, it's hard to come by, um, you know, trying to locate them. Um, And I found them by random. And I asked him if we could speak on the phone. And both of those moms were so kind and encouraging and helpful. And, um, you know, they're like, our first year of this was so dark and so depressing. um, And we didn't have anybody that that had gone through this yet so we're here if you need us please call here's my number you know my husband is willing to talk to your husband because dads have their own story with this yeah um and so therapy it's the name of the game you know getting her into all the right therapies and she's killing it at therapy um every time we have one more session of anything like something else comes back to her and it's just amazing to see I feel like we're going through this whole cycle again from newborn um you know of like relearning everything every every reflex every sit up every all these things that we did we're doing over again so that's okay no totally totally and it'll be like the other mom said it was really hard for them to figure out um what's you know, because they were first time moms, too, as well as me. And, you know, what's typical childhood or toddler and what's the condition? Um, so that's like the hardest part is deciphering. Like, you know, yesterday we went out for a little bit and I knew she was getting overstimulated. It was warm. There was a big crowd. Um, and Brad's like, no, she's just tired. She's just overstimulated because of that. And I could tell I'm her mom. I know that um, like her her brain just kind of gets a little confused when a lot's going on at once and she gets really weak. And, um, so just like watching those things, you know, and like learning it, I'm learning her and, um, she's going to take the lead and I'm really hopeful. And, um, it's, it's exciting in a way because we're not in that dark space and there's a lot of hope looking forward. So that's so good. Yeah. She's doing good. good. So you need to come over. I do. Yeah. yeah. You'll come over later today. I don't know if you guys have anything going on. Okay. She's like my day to kind of, do stuff and then tomorrow I plan on doing nothing. Oh, I love those days. So that's those are my favorite days. Yes. I do that a lot of that now, but <laughs> actually I don't. You don't. There's yeah. not enough hours in the day to so, be honest. Um with you know, I because you know Veda does have a condition and so she's a lot of work and then you have to call doctors and you have to call insurance companies and you have to, you know, do this and do that and do that. And I am like Brad gets home from work and I'm like, I still yeah. have seven hundred things to do and you would yeah. think being yeah. at home yeah. And just be able to do it all. And it just takes me back to being a newborn mom, right? With two babies. <laughs> like, and uh, by the time David got home from work and it's like here, he just worked 12, 14 hours and I'm like, I'm off. <laughs> I need an hour. Story of my life. And it's just like, and it doesn't usually work out like that, no. but uh, it's exhausting. It and is. again, it's always a learning journey, right? And mm-hmm. there, it's just trying to figure it out and moving forward. That's all you can do is keep moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, this is a personal question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do, do you go to church or anything like that? Or do you, are you religious in any sort of way? Um, I definitely have my beliefs 100%. And so I would say that I am religious. Um, we have leaned on faith a lot through this where we've kind of like, um, leaned in more to um just like believing and having Mm -hmm. faith in our higher power Mm -hmm. um we go to church uh with brad's dad on holidays so like easter christmas or you know the special ones Mm -hmm. um i really during this time have struggled a lot of times like do i believe do i not believe because why would happening why why would they do this to her you know um but ultimately i've always been a believer um and so i wouldn't mind like getting more into it as Veda grows for yeah. sure I don't I, I didn't mean to like pop that because we didn't talk <laughs> no, about that no, beforehand <laughs> but the reason I ask is because I don't like mm-hmm. I, I it's not that I don't believe in God and I don't believe that there's a higher power and I don't have faith and pray to something mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um but I don't go to church right and I never really have mm-hmm. I think I've been to church twice in my entire life that I can remember at least. Yeah. And it's very weird because it's different from how my parents grew up. So my dad, my dad was Roman Catholic, went to a Catholic school. My grandma went to Catholic church three days a week. My mom grew up Christian. They Mm -hmm. went to church on Sundays and then all of a sudden they had me and it was just like, this isn't something that we're going to put in our family. So it wasn't like it never was a curiosity for me or, but it just wasn't part of our lives. Mm -hmm. So it's not like something I've instilled in my children's lives. This is why I brought it up. Last night, I I put I had a movie on Netflix. Like I saw the little preview for it, so I added it to my list. 
And last night I actually watched it with my mom and it was probably one of the best feel good movies I've seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And it makes me actually want to go to church, cool. believe it or not. But it's called The Je- Jesus Revolution. Okay. And it has Kelsey Grammer in it, who I love. Like mm-hmm. I was a big Frasier uh-huh. watcher forever. But it's about like the 60s and this man is a pastor and his church is struggling with very little members and his daughter since it's the 60s is kind of like this free spirit and she brings home this man and she's like I talked to him all night last night and he's like flipping out he's like he's a hippie and Mm -hmm. you know what do you mean he spent the night here blah 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 and it wasn't like that it was just like good conversation and this guy was part of a hippie movement that started instead of turning to drugs and partying in that entire life went a different direction and started following the bible and bringing this to the these hippies and realizing that the hippies were doing drugs and doing these music festivals because they were searching for something Mm -hmm. else and when they all kind of came together with the bible being that something else like it was growing in record numbers and it's actually a true story okay so then after the movie like i was in such a good place last night okay and i felt so good that it made me want to find something like that Mm -hmm. for my family just personally so it's a great one give it a watch it's Mm -hmm. on netflix but Mm -hmm. it's called jesus the i don't know if it's the jesus revolution or just jesus revolution but again it's a it's a true story it's based on a true story and it was really, really good. I love that. So. Um, I could totally see that. I'm interested in watching it because some people do find hope in music. Like that's where they get their solace from or where they get their like peace from. And so I could see how those two could kind of like intertwine together. Yeah. Um, well, good to know. Maybe you can come to church with us sometime because we go uh, to this one over here on Pyramid. The Summit Church, the big one. Um. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or the one by St. Mark. There's that new one that's by Save Mart. No, it's like before Walmart. It's yep. up on the hill. The Summit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Summit Church. That's and a big church. It's huge. Terry loves it. And when Brad and I went, we felt it was like a church that we felt at home at. Um, they have like a Christian rock band and it's like kind of a younger um, um, pastor and he's very relatable and he, you know, doesn't like read in like the biblical terms. And so um, it's a really good one. A ton of families. And so it's. Have to check it out. Yeah. It's a good. If that made you feel good. It made me feel really really good and it was just like after the movie was done i just kept looking at my mom like that was really good like i felt really good after that i love movies like that so i'm gonna watch it it really was a great movie so check it out check it out if you guys uh are looking for something new like it it was almost two hours it was really good the music of course i i mean it's the 60s totally so it was right up my alley with the music for the whole movie but it really was a good watch and i felt like it's very um I I shouldn't say family friendly because maybe older kids, right? Mm -hmm. So like my kids would have been great watching it, but it does go a little bit down that drug path. Um, Gosh, I'm getting so uh, off topic today. That's okay. Uh, One more thing I want to talk. Oh, two more things I want to talk about. So I went to my first waterfowl event. Yeah, and it's funny because my sister again. She was just here, and she my sister buys things all year long, and then or maybe all, for a couple years when I see her next and I get all these gifts at one time. And it's funny, the things that she had for me this year. Okay. I got wool socks. And I was like, wool socks? And then the next thing I pull out is this hooded sweatshirt that's green, like hunter green, and it's all fleece lined and everything like that. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, this is for when you go duck hunting. <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> you're what? like, she's that, like, it has to be cold when you're out there doing that. I'm like, you, you're like, I, I, I don't, don't actually go. I don't go to any of those. And she's <laughs> like, you don't? Well, what does Chad do on the road? I'm like, he's on the road. I'm in the office. Yeah. Like, I got to run things here. And she was just like, oh, I thought for sure you were like out there. Well, now you have what you need. <laughs> now you need to go. It's not even stuff you would take, too. It's so funny. Like, it's just so funny. But... <laughs> uh, I went to my first water how- waterfowl event and it was the Nevada Waterfowl Association dinner, banquet dinner. And I guess they hadn't done it since COVID. Okay. And Chad was the MC of it. And like he sold all these tables. He got all these uh, like donations for, and I'm always up for a good event. I love it. Right. But I was just like, and- at the same time, I wasn't really invited because it's kind of like a guy's thing, right? Like all the bros are going. 
So he had two tickets left and he's like, I really want you to go. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And you're like, what am I going to do there? Bid right. on a hunt? Like, I don't, it's not. he's like, no, you're going to have fun. Like, there's games, there's raffles. There's like, a, he's like, good looking food, man. a bar. And I'm like, okay, all right. So then I struggled to find a date and I asked Amber and Amber just had a, a dental surgery the day I asked her, like, and I call her and she's like, hello. And I'm like, uh you good like what's going on she told me like she had to have a tooth pulled Uh, and a bone graft done and uh she was struggling i'm like oh well i was calling to see if you want to be my date and it was two days later for this event and she's like i i don't know if i'm gonna she's like i can't eat i can't eat solids i can't drink with a straw i can't i was just like oh i'm like well what about jason do you think jason would want to go she's like actually and so she hands him the phone and i talk to him and he's like yeah i'd love to go with you and i'm like perfect like i have a date even though it's my best friend's husband right but still like we're we're gonna go we're gonna have a good time and then amber texted me first thing saturday morning and she's just like i'm going i feel great i want to go i want to have a girl's night or jason (laughs) but jason was totally cool with it like he could have cared less if he went or not he's not a waterfowl hunter even though he's into like charity events right local organization events things like that so we go we have a blast like we had so much fun and the first of all nwa you guys did an amazing job with this event but the pepper mill the pepper mill was so i think that's the first time i've ever been to like an event uh-huh. at the pepper mill besides like going to a restaurant or okay. casino or anything mm-hmm. like that the food was fantastic the service was fantastic the space was beautiful everything was perfect and of course i wasn't i'm not really drinking right now which is ironic because where we're gonna go with this podcast <laughs> But I had one cocktail and Amber started drinking martinis because she can't drink it with a straw and she Uh can't have carbonated beverages. And so she started drinking martinis. So we have dinner. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. Then they start doing like the auction stuff, the the raffle tickets. I was all part. There's all these games and all these things. And your husband went. He Mm -hmm. was invited too. Mm -hmm. So I bought all these raffle tickets because I'm all into that kind of stuff. Like I want to win. I always want to win. When Brett got home, I was like, do you win anything? He's like, I didn't do the raffle. I'm like, why did you go then? I wanted you to come (laughs) home with prizes. (laughs) Right? And so I was bidding on stuff at first, but then I was fine with getting outbid because it was all stuff I feel like that came from us. So it was all stuff I could get already. But I bought these raffle tickets and Napa Valley olive oil. There was a ladies raffle table where you bought tickets and it's like they pick, there was eight baskets on it. And when they pick it's first come first serve. So you get to pick first one you wanted. Mm -hmm. And I won in that one. And I was so excited because there was one basket that me and Amber really wanted. It was from Napa Valley olive oil. It was this giant basket full of olive oil and salamis and pastas Mm -hmm. and cheeses. And there was hats and chocolates and like just so much stuff. stuff. Oh my gosh. And I knew, I thought for sure that it was going to be gone. And that was the only basket left. Like I can't believe some of the baskets that got taken beforehand. And here I grab this giant tub and I'm like, yeah, like running around like with it. Amber and I were so excited about winning that but we had a blast so that was fun did Brad have fun that night he had a great time he was so excited to get out with the guys and I'm glad to know that you were there um too uh he I was like man I'm kind of bummed but um he said the same thing he's like I've never been to an event in the banquet rooms at the pepper mill and it was just done really well the food was great um and the food was great that's what he said and um the group that you guys were with obviously he, he yeah. missed all he those guys right behind and, me so I well, of course because my ticket was like a last minute ticket I was at the Nevada insurance table but I bonded really well with this guy from Mori distributing which was great um he was sitting kind of across from me but Brad was sitting right behind me right next to Crosby so he eventually like pulled up, yeah. his chair up and we was like we were messing around together yeah. but the funny part is is like and i know we just talked about this but i just want to bring it up so they have a live auction where they have like big stuff uh-huh. right like they're trying to get big amounts of money and they raised actually that night it's like the best one i want to say that they've ever had but they profited fifty thousand dollars for nwa which all that money stays right here in nevada which is great that's amazing so they go to the live auction and there was one item that I really wanted to get, even though Chad's the one who ended up getting it. And it was a 49ers. Remind you, I'm a Raider fan, so go Raiders. But it was a Ooh. 49ers signed helmet. Chad had the opportunity to take the kids down there. And it was family day for the 49ers. They're mm-hmm. on the field. So he got a helmet from Colton McKivitz and the entire team signed it. Wow. And I was like, oh, in my heart, I'm like, Pat would love that. Totally. And here I'm like thinking of Pat like, oh, 
he's gonna love that i'm gonna get it for him like yep i know how much money in my head like i'm willing to spend on it so my max bid was gonna be 300 bucks okay and i should have powwowed with brad about you this totally beforehand should've. because like when it was going like he he was just like we could have split it like i totally would have gone in half with you and like we could have given it to him for his birthday blah, 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 whatever yeah so i knew my max bid so as soon as they started the bidding on it they started it at hundred dollars and i'm going to put my hand up and i'm thinking it's at two hundred dollars and i go to put my hand up and the guy looks down at me he's all 750 and i'm like oh my god i don't $750 like I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and instantly it went up over that and it's like I was checking my heart was racing I was checking my yeah. my my heart rate like and I was just like oh my god thank god thank <laughs> god because I was not willing to buy, buy something for Pat for 700 he's not my man he's totally not, like he's so, my homie and yeah. like I thought of him because and that's a huge game, expense right and I'm just like I love you. I love you, Pat. But how did it jump so quick when it, you're like right in the between? I know. I'm like, like two hundred. He's all seven fifty. I'm like, that's that, that, yeah. was that Chad? No, oh. it wasn't Chad. No, it was they had like an auctioneer guy yeah. on it, and it, it just went so. And it ended up going for like fifteen or sixteen hundred dollars, which thank God was over seven fifty. Sorry, Pat, you're not worth it. Yeah, sorry, Pat. Like I, I don't. You are not my man. So even if you were my man, I still like maybe 400 would yeah. have been my max bid but um but the funny thing is is we're sitting there to here's amber having a couple cocktails and she's got a little buzz going on and she's talking with her hands during the live auction and it looks like she's bidding on things i'm like sit on your hands <laughs> quit doing quit it looks like you're raising like it looks like you're raising the bid raise the bid it was just fine like it was an overall great night and then amber yeah. and i had to tote this giant metal bin back to our car that's full of like 10 gallon jugs of olive oil and then at the end i'm like gathering all the wine from the tables and uh -huh. like so i had like four bottles of wine in my basket it was like probably 200 pounds and me and amber were like what are we gonna do i love we're it just girls <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a really fun time it was good good night. i'm glad yeah good brad night. had a good time too um the last thing i want to talk about before we actually get to our subject even though we've been podcasting for a good 30 minutes already is that it was my birthday and we talked about that in my last podcast well Caden tells me he's like your gift's not going to be here like I really put in effort to this gift and it's not going to be here until like the end of August well I just got that and first I want to give a shout out to my friend Nicole so Caden's best friend Zane he lives in Texas and I'm good friends with his mom and she listens to this podcast oh, cool. so Nicole this is for you because I appreciate you so much last year you took my son to the Yeti factory and got me a custom cup with the 40 years to freedom podcast logo on it. And I absolutely love it. Like it's such a thoughtful gift and Caden was so excited to give it to me. He reached out to her again for my gift and I got it the other day and I literally cried when I opened Aww. it up and he thought it was going to be a little bit different. Um, but he ordered a pillowcase. He thought it was a pillow, Okay, but it was a pillowcase and it says on its white with black handwriting and it says she she asked me son when i turn old will you buy me a house of gold which is that song that song by 21 pilots Aww. right so she listens to our podcast she knew that when you asked me when did the it was uh -huh. the rapid question ones yep. like if there was a song that ever made me cry and i'm like oh my god there actually is yep she remembered that and then she told Caden and then thoughtful. he had it made into a pillow and it's just literally I was crying. Yeah, crying. totally. Such a good gift. Yeah, so sweet too and th really thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, love that. So that was a good one. So thank you, Nicole. I really absolutely, I, I just absolutely love it. So good thing he has her to kind of like, right? hey, hey, let me bounce some ideas. <laughs> and, and Gavin didn't know what to get me and Gavin asked Caden and he's like, well, I asked Zane's mom what I should get and Gavin's all, can I ask Zane's mom what to get for mom too? And Caden's like, can we not use her for everybody? Like, that's my resource. I love so, it. I love that. Um, okay. So I'm excited about this one. Me because, too. Because uh, this is a fun subject, even though it's not my favorite. So I'm going to start this off with a little. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's my lovely bottle of Kirkland Prosecco. This podcast is about drinks. 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 Which I'm going to start that champagne, Prosecco, all of that is probably my favorite thing to drink. Oh, I love Prosecco. I love Our it. champagne mimosa. I mean, give it to me. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that one. To Saturday. I've been, I've been salivating staring at this bottle for the last 35 <laughs> it's minutes. It's not as cold as we wanted it to be. But yeah. Um, this one, we're going to talk about some local bars that we love that we reached out to our little girlfriend group 
of things that we wanted to make sure that they could include of their favorites, our favorite drinks, our favorite places to maybe people watch, maybe like great ambiance of a place to get a cocktail, anything like that. So let's just go straight to it. Cool. Um, when you asked me about this one, though, I kind of like had stage fright. I'm like, I don't I like went blank that I don't know any bars because it's been like two years since I've really been like out perusing and I'm just a wino. So I really had to dig deep to think about something, but I got some good ones. Well, the thing is, is we could talk about wine too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean it's I'm all under the same umbrella for sure. So alcohol is alcohol. True that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, if I think about my favorite that's gonna be hard because it really depends on what I'm drinking. Same. My go-to right now, and we talk about it in almost every single podcast, is a tequila club soda lime. That's my go-to. Now, my favorite thing, I think what I've added most to drinks is tahine. So Mm -hmm. I love tahine. Like I love tahine on fruit. I love tahine on cucumbers. But now I love tahine on alcohol. Okay. So if... I'm in a tequila mood, which is 99% of the time. I want a club soda with lime with a tahine rim around it. Love. Okay. Tequila drink. If I get a shot of tequila, I want that iced with a little bit of tahine around the corner of the shot glass. And then now if I'm in a beer mood, which I am actually a lot these days, especially when it's hot summertime. I want a Modelo with a tahine rim. Yum. Like, the that is my go-to drink right I now. I like Bloody Marys with tahine rim because it's just like, mm, it's like the icing on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I look like an idiot because I'm in <laughs> Bullies drinking my Modelo and I'm licking my glass every time I, before I take a sip of my beer. Um, but I love it. Yep. I love it. And when Jim was here from New York, I got him on it too. And so here we are, every place we are, we're both licking our glasses. You're going to have to like t- bring that bottle of tahini with you places. <laughs> I'm going to have like a little belt holder made with it, my bottle of tahini on the side of me. So I have it for everything. So that is my go-to right now is tequila, club soda, tahini rim, or Modelo tahini rim. What would be your go-to right now? Um, summertime, it's usually rosé or pinot grigio um, or champagne. Um, that's what I just want to go to. It quenches my thirst. It's nice and light. And um, just something about summer and a glass of like cold, chilled wine. is. Mm, mm, mm. It's. I agree. And when I come to your house, sometimes you have like a Sauvignon Blanc, which is really like has like really great like pear notes mm-hmm. or apple notes to it. And it's, it's just summery. so and it's ice cold. So this is where I'm conflicted because my mom drinks Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. We all know. She loves her Chard. She loves her Chardonnay. <laughs> and she drinks cheap ass Chardonnay. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So she always gets me like kind of my own, like mm-hmm. the Chloe. She's mm-hmm. been buying me Chloe lately. When Total Wine pulls up, I get excited now. <laughs> but <laughs> she doesn't drink it cold. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it's just in the pantry. And she doesn't actually... And that's where I, and so I don't like it, mm-hmm. not unless it's ice cold. Yeah, I like it chilled. Like it has to be really cold, mm-hmm. even if I put my The glass only in white the wine that I like not chilled is red wine. I mean, I think that's how you're supposed to drink it, but yeah, I couldn't even open a bottle if it was just pantry warm. Yeah. And that's how she drinks it. And I'm just like, Ooh. no hate on Sandra, but no hate on you, me. mom, but <laughs> we need to up your game. First of all, your barefoot Chardonnay, <laughs> not the best. I know. Her, her magnums of Liberty Creek. <laughs> Oh I my love goodness. Her. I know. I know. She no, I do, great. though. I just, but if I'm going out to like have a good time and um, trying to catch that buzz, uh, martini is the way to go. Really? Oh, I can't yeah. do martini. It's got to be dirty. So I can't do vodka. So I feel like every time I do vodka, you could do gin. see that? That was weird because I've never heard, I don't like gin either. Okay. Like, I, I'm not really, a, the only clear alcohol I really like is tequila. Yeah. But, when I do vodka, one, I always have a really bad, I always get a really bad headache. I always feel like I do get really hungover. Mm-hmm. And gin, I just don't like the taste of gin. And when we were at uh, the event, he asked Amber how she wanted it with vodka or gin. And I was just like, and she even looked at him. She's like, Ugh, vodka, of course. Like, I'd never even heard a martini made with gin before. Yeah, a lot of people do it. <clears throat> I only know because I used to cocktail waitress. I've never ordered a gin martini. Um Vodka gets me drunk, so I don't drink yeah, it a lot. But like, exactly. if I'm trying to get a little pep in my step for the evening out, then it's a dirty martini for sure. I do love um, a cosmopolitan. Honestly, mm-hmm. I do love a cosmopolitan martini, and I think the best place to get it is at um, 
Napa Bistro Napa. It, is it Bistro Napa or Napa? Oh, Bistro, Bistro Napa at the Atlantis. Yep, because mm-hmm. it comes in a really beautiful, tall, super mm-hmm. tall glass. So I feel like I'm so like sex in yes. the city. Like I think that's what I love about martinis when you're like going out, especially if you're going out with your girlfriends. It's just like sexy. Uh, you know, it's like you get a little buzz. Um, I do. Yeah, I agree. Bistro Napa. Speaking of that, they have the. Um, they have a ton of martinis, but they have this cotton candy one. That's and what Amber got on her bachelorette party. Yeah, it's fun. It's like yeah. when you're with your girls, yeah. it's like a good I spot. I love cotton candy to begin with. Me like, too. Like, I love cotton candy to begin with. And so when they, like, it came to the table, it's all beautiful and pretty. Like, I love, I did like that. Yeah. But I was the Cosmo girl. That's that's what I like. If I'm going to drink like that. Mm-hmm. And again, I can only have like two. Because Same with martinis and me. Three. Yeah. yeah I get sloppy. Yeah, <laughs> I did like Amber's though because I, I was so hungry when we got there and they put like three olives on it and I'm like let me do your olives because I'm so hungry I yeah. want that's like the best part I don't know about like the saltiness of it all it's just like <laughs> <laughs> disgusting <laughs> oh my gosh okay uh, what would be if you really had to think about it that now again this is all pre-Veda days right yeah, it's not like sure. you have been raging since Veda <laughs> No. But there was plenty of ragers before Veda. Plenty. And I feel like I've had plenty of ragers in the last 10 years that I've known you here. Even though, I mean, I had littler kids, but hey. Hey, yeah. I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> there will be days in my future ahead, too. Guaranteed there will be plenty of days. So if you had to get a favorite cocktail somewhere in town, do you have a favorite place where you know exactly what you're going to order? Um, well, I mean, it just really, again, depends on, like, where we're going, if we're going for food and something, or if we're just going for a cocktail. Um, I really like, and it used to, it it recently changed. Now it's called, it used to be Midtown Wine Bar. Now it's Midtown Spirits and Bites. And um, it, it's just, like, they have specialty cocktails, the ambiance, it's really cool inside. Where is it? Um, it's right next to um, Mario Portofino's, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, right next to it. My girlfriend Morgan manages it, and it like their espresso martini, their regular martini, their wine list. Um, They always have live music in there. It's really swanky. I actually asked her if we could do a Forty Years uh, to Freedom photo shoot there because it's just so cool, and we could do it like when we're not when they're not open, you know. Yeah. Um, So we should really think more into that. Most definitely. Um, But just because it's kind of got a little bit of everything, um, you it's kind of off the beaten path. So you wouldn't think it's so cool inside. And then you walk in and it's very glamorous. And it's just like a cool little place. Um, So I would say a good glass of wine or like an espresso martini or a regular martini there would be a a go-to. Nice. In fact, we're going to go there when we do our activity, before we do our activity. Ooh. Let's do it. Okay. That <laughs> I know we've good. been talking about this activity since your birthday, but. But it'll happen. <laughs> it will. And now I even have more of a plan of it. So Perfect. we're going to go there first. Perfect. I I would say, so I would give it a couple different options, actually. And again, it really depends on the mood. If I am like out with my girlfriends or even on a date or anything like that and I'm going to do something swanky I love Liberty so Liberty oh, love. Mm-hmm. I love Liberty mm-hmm. like I think Mark Estes does an amazing job I truly think hands down he changed the entire fo- food culture in northern Nevada and like upped everyone's game when he brought in Compo and now mm-hmm. he does Liberty and Mark I just think you do an amazing job and I could talk about your Noki all day long Mm, all night long with anybody Mm -hmm. like it literally i remember seeing it in their little book you know how they give you the bill in those books Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. someone wrote in the book that the noki is as good as sex and 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 they're right okay it is so good it is that good but anyways we're not talking about food today we've already done that podcast but they did a charred pineapple mojito Mm. was it mojito or margarita it was a mojito charred pineapple mojito and it was freaking amazing like that amazing very and the good. pineapple was like blackened on it Ooh, and, and it was just like muddled in oh there. my god mm. so good that sounds delicious so and i know good. you love pineapple i love pineapple mm-hmm. right i do i love pineapple so i love that place and then i love i've been on one date one date i took amber on because the date I went on with this guy was so great that I took Amber like literally to the same place as he took me because Cute. she had kind of yeah. just kind of moved here uh-huh. and we were both kind of lonely and I was just like let me take you on a date Cute. and I did the exact same thing that this guy <laughs> took me on 
And it was to, we started at 1864. And that's the only one thing I'm going to talk about, first of all, is 1864. Yes. I think that place is beautiful. Yeah, it's like, so cool. Beautiful. In there. Mm-hmm. Very nice. They don't serve really any food. They do like charcuterie boards that you can order that mm-hmm. they, I don't think they make there. I think they outsource them from a different place. So that's the only kind of food you can mm-hmm. get. And that's hard for me sometimes because if I'm just going for drinks, I definitely need snackies. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to be able to, especially yep. if I'm meeting my girlfriend yep. like, and we're just grabbing a, you know, a happy hour cocktail, something yep. like that. Like I need something to munch on. I can't just drink. Mm-hmm. So at 1864, that one's on California Avenue um, down in the Midtown area. But I got, first of all. It's beautiful. Like the bar is beautiful. It's all antique. I love um, that I remember about asking, it. the couches and the decor, yeah. the walls. Yeah. And I remember asking the bartender years ago when I went on the date with Amber about the piece that's in the back. It's a big, huge antique bar. And they said it came out of a bar in Virginia City. Mm-hmm. And they brought it down there. And it's, it's just beautiful. And I very much like what they do. In this. You can't go in there. And this is where I found this out. Because two weeks ago, I was with Chad and... We were going somewhere, but we had to kill like 45 minutes. And what we were doing was right around the corner from Mm -hmm. that. So we were trying to think of a place we can just grab a cocktail really quick. And I said, let's go here. We pull up and he wanted a Jack Daniels old fashioned. And he's like, guaranteed they're not going to have Jack Daniels here. And so he asked and she's like, you know, we don't have Jack Daniels. Yeah, because they're like super, they make their own stuff, correct? Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, what would you recommend for an old fashioned? He's like, do you make a good old fashioned? She's like, I make the best old fashioned in town. And I was just like, the lady was very confident. Like, yeah. She was very, very knowledgeable. It was adorable because I was watching her make these limes on a food dehydrator. Like I was watching her mandalay them. Mm-hmm. So slice them really thin and then they cover them in sh- like sugars and stuff. And then they put them on a dehydrator and they those were all like in the drinks. Mm-hmm. So... Chad asked for this Jack Daniels Manhattan, not Manhattan, um, old fashioned. And she's like, what I recommend is our house is our house with our house with it's whiskey or mm-hmm. right. Yep. Um, I recommend this house bourbon. I think it was a house. Bourbon. Oh, that would probably be it. Right. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, I trust you. Go ahead and make it. And he was like, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like the way that they did it all fresh right in front of you. They mm-hmm. muddled it right. All of that kind of stuff. And he's like, this is actually really good. Well, I ordered a drink from the menu. And it was a tequila drink. And it was called the Armagosa. Okay. So it was tequila, muddled strawberries, fresh lime juice, agave, and a fresh basil leaf in it. It was the best drink I think I've ever had in my life. Like it was so good it and so delicious. refreshing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like they used just like strawberry syrup. Like it was like all fresh ingredients. And then she put one of those little candied lines in it. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cute and beautiful. I wish I would have taken a picture of the actual oh. drink. I, instead, I took a picture of the menu so I could retry and recreate that. Right. But they're ice. And we're going to talk about this with a, a couple different places we like to go to. They have an ice machine that makes these like perfect little tiny squares of ice. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that made all the difference mm-hmm. in the drink. And it was so good. I'm funny that way with ice. Like if a yeah. place has good ice, like they like got Sonic. Me. Like yeah, Sonic totally. ice. Totally. Right? Like, yeah, Chick-fil-A or something. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Like I love those tiny little cubes <laughs> yeah, of ice. Like when Because it, it's, it's almost like crushed, but it's uh-huh. not crushed. Yep. Oh, it was so good. So. Yeah. I would say those two places... Between Liberty and 1864, that would be my favorite. If I'm going for like something bougie. Totally. We um, did the Reno brew bike before. Have you ever done that? Um, mm-hmm. Where you like get a group of people and you have to like pedal no, to that bars. Sounds miserable. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's literally like it's so much fun. Um, but 1864 was one of our stops, and it was in a time when we like all were drinking Fireball all the time, and you can't just order a Fireball there. We learned, but they did this um, cinnamon bourbon, and I don't drink bourbon ever, but. I just remember it was so good, but it takes a minute because they make everything from scratch, so exactly. you can't be in a hurry. Like, no, you I just need it. I just need a drink. Um, which probably isn't the greatest for a brew bike because you're on a time limit and you're with a group of 10. But um, the bartender, the guy, he was just explaining to us everything that was in there. And he made us these amazing shots. And it was just like, I like the effort. Mm-hmm. Like when when places it's go... It's like craftsmanship, right? Yes, when they go the extra mile and um, it it makes the experience that much more, you yeah. know? So I agree that place, that's a phenomenal place. Yeah, I like that. So 
going back to that date. We'd go there and we'd go, and now I'm not gonna be able to think of the name of the restaurant. There's a restaurant right there next to it where they open up like a garage door. Centro? Yes, Centro. Okay. So mm -hmm. we went to Centro and then we ended up at Loving Cup. Uh-huh. Right? And yep. then that's usually like Friday night, there's a DJ, yep. like, gets more like the party party definitely way too young for me oh yeah that crowd but i still have a blast so that was a fun <laughs> little date night but that that definitely is my favorite place those my two favorite places to get something bougie love that um what about you or well, um, actually we just talked about but. yeah midtown wine bar um i would say that the emerson it's right on virginia um it's such a cute little place it's so really beautiful. it's really like kind of girly and art deco-y in there and they have craft cocktails and um i've never had a bad drink from there it's been a minute so i couldn't even tell you what i've ordered but i've kind of gone through their menu and ordered a few different things and they're all always so good and again a great place for a happy hour if you're meeting a group of friends or girlfriends or like a double date or even just a date you know it's a, it's a cool little spot and i love how midtowns became you know with the little i agree i agree uh, like lot. it's super cute it is super and trying cute. to get people from out here to be like go experience that mm -hmm. They're like, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, I don't like it's that. gross down there. I'm like, it's yeah. not though anymore. Yeah. It's actually really cute. And they have some great restaurants and great bars. Yep. And like, there's a cool new, a cool new whiskey bar down there mm -hmm. that I was just like, yeah, we should just go check it yeah, out. There's like a steakhouse over there. Um, when my sister moved to Texas and she heard we had a Midtown, she was like, who does Reno think they are? What's Midtown? Um, and now I've taken her over the years to a couple places down there. And she's like, this is actually, I'm glad Reno has this because it, yeah. it really is such a different dynamic than downtown. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like it's starting to kind of elevate downtown that way. Absolutely. A little bit, right? I, I would have to agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. So the owner of Emerson, and I just tried to look him up um, because I can't remember his name, but th this is where we're going to make is this it connection. Ty? Is, is it Ty? Is I could be name? wrong, but I thought his name was Ty, but I, it could be wrong. Oh, I wish I could find him, but I, I'm friends with him on Instagram and on Facebook. But so he's a hairdresser. He oh, was okay. a hairdresser. And ch child, child. Oh, God, it's going to drive me crazy that I can't think of his name now. I apologize that I don't know this off the top of my head because I'm totally calling just, you out right now. But he came to a guest artist at the beauty school. Oh, he when did? When we were there. Okay. Okay. And he did a guest artist appearance and I met him. And then that was his journey at the end of his hairdressing. And he was opening up the Emerson during all of okay. that. Very, very nice man. He does Sarah McLaughlin's hair. Oh, really? He's like her main stylist. The arms of an angel. <laughs> and that's I, why every time I see his Facebook post or his Instagram post, I'm just like, oh my God, I forget. That's so I funny. forgot that you do have like one of the cooler places in mm -hmm. town. And then you also do this on the side, which right. is cool because of that connection with us and our mm -hmm. little our little tribe here. Yeah. So I do like the Emerson. Um, a uh, while we're on the Emerson, across from the Emerson, I don't know the street that it's on off of Virginia, but um, there's also that place called Craft. Have you ever been there? Mm -mm. Oh, it's cool. Um, so you go in and it's a store. So they have like specialty wines, specialty beers. Um, you can buy anything that you want from there. And then they also have a bar. And then in back, they have this cool brick room with beautiful lighting and a garage that opens up to an alleyway. And it's just like a cool little vibe, um, which I like finding places like that that aren't as like, um, you know, like top of the list. And every time I've gone there, I'm like, man, I should come here more. Um, yeah. So that's a song, some place I you wish, should check out. Not that I, I don't like where I live. I wish I our neighborhood was closer to that because totally. it's such a journey. And you can't drive, right? Absolutely. If you're going to go do that, no you drinking. can't drive because yeah. you're drinking. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even the if you're even if let's say you get a ride or you Uber down there, it's nearly not as bad as trying to get home. Mm -hmm. So usually trying to get home, one, the Ubers sometimes don't refuse to take you out here, yep. all the way out here, because yep. it's a good 35 and the minutes. And then picking up someone else. Like. Yeah. And on top of it, it's an expense. It ends up being like a $60, $70 Uber ride. So mm -hmm. that gets pricey. Like, I, I don't like that. So if I have something down there, I'd like to be staying down there mm -hmm. yep. if that's the case. Yep. So I like to, in that general area, is. Um, it's that it's that new Mexican restaurant. Um, I should have been more prepared for this, but it's right there in the old. It's across from where the Chucky Bagel is, and Mezcal, Mezcal, mm -hmm. right? Because they have it again. Tequila bar. Yet, but they I have hear. a tequila bar yep. there, and the, you can literally get any kind of tequila. 
that you want from mm-hmm. $10 a shot to $250 a wow. shot tequila, which I would never like be that Julio bougie. And... Like if someone else is yeah. buying, then by all means, I might Please, get something yeah. top shelf. But I would never, right. ever in my life be like, oh, I'll take the $250 shot no, of tequila. One, I'm, yeah, I'm be not, like one. My pockets one, aren't that go. deep. <laughs> right? I wish they were, but it was like, that place is great tequilas. Great tequilas, great drinks. So I've only been there for drinks. I haven't actually had food there. Okay. I met somebody there one time for drinks really quick. And it was excellent. So Mezcal, that one's a good one. I love it. Um, so let's see that same little area. Um, the Arch Society, have you ever been there? Is that the... It's connected to Junkies. It's like right at that roundabout. No, I've never been there. Oh, you haven't? Um, we, I went one time and um, I, we always, I always like mention going there because they have dessert drinks. So it's like somewhere you go after dinner. Okay. And um, it's super cute and trendy in there. That's what it's I thought. Because I thought it was like an ice cream shop. Yeah, it's it's dessert cocktails. And okay. so, and you, and desserts. But um, it's mostly like, it's only open from like four to midnight or something like that. Um, but it's a cute little spot down there for, you know, if you're, even if you're just with your girlfriends or, you know, I don't know. I wish you could get drinks to go in this state. Like in Texas, you can go through like a drive through daiquiri and bring it home because after dinner, sometimes I'm just ready to go home, but it would be cool to like be able to go pop through, bring it home, finish off the, the night. I you don't know? see why in the state of Nevada, it's not a thing. I know you can have prostitution, but you can't do drive through daiquiri shop. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh my God. And do you know, like, you know how Starbucks leaves the straw, like just the tip of the straw covered? That's all they do in Texas at the drive through shops is like, don't drink in the car. So we're going to put this little paper Like you can't cover. rip that off and <laughs> yeah. shove that in your little side pocket of For your car sure. on the way home. We never would say drink and drive, but yeah, I mean. Um, another one that's down there that um, I went to just in April is Amari. The same owners of Death and Taxes owned it. I yes. didn't know that. I thought a woman owned it, but it's literally right next door to Death and Taxes and it's this cute brick building and um, it's tiny in there and they do these custom old fashions and um, I have a picture of it. So we'll post some pictures after this podcast. We're going to make of, a fun little reel about yeah, all these places yeah. that we're talking about today. And um, they stamp their ice with an A for um, Amari and then the drink like the presentation, you know, again, like for the ambiance and everything. Um, it's just adorable and I didn't have the old-fashioned um is it old-fashioned what did we decide yep. it was called yeah um but the guys did and they messed them up and I will say when I've had cocktails at um death in Texas they've messed me up in fact like super strong you mean I don't know if it was because the cocktails we were drinking were a little too potent or wow. what happened there I don't want to give them bad reputation but um they were strong <laughs> let's just say that yeah and that's hard sometimes especially if you're drinking whiskey or bourbon or something like that which that I feel like that group does a lot of uh-huh um I can't drink a lot of drinks like that like I can Neither have one can or I. two I think uh, here at her Christmas party, and I know I've talked about this on the podcast, is Chad's brother makes an excellent, excellent, excellent old-fashioned. And at our Christmas party that we had last holiday, I had like five of them. And I was hammered. Yeah. Like, I was hammered. I don't like... I don't like getting like that. Hammered. Like I like, I? like just I love laughing buzz. and smiling and having Me good, too. like a good time. But when I start drinking the the browns, I guess you would say, is when I really do not do that well. But same. I've been to death and taxes, and, and I want to talk about that because at the same time we're also talking about like ambiance, right? Mm-hmm. Not just cocktails, but ambiance. Death and taxes is a very cool spot but i've mm-hmm. only been there once okay. and it was when my girlfriend lindsay who lives in oregon um she was visiting her dad who lives here in reno and we went to death and taxes and i just fell in love with it i thought it was so cool kind of kind of like gothic dark and gothic dark, yeah. right very like spooky kind of mm-hmm. but the the cocktail i remember having was amazing but what i remember most was people going behind the bar and going through this like little secret door and when I asked about it, they have a secret liquor store that you could buy stuff there. Really? Yeah. And so, like, it's like a, it looks like a shelf. Okay. So it's, it's supposed to be like prohibition style bar to okay. begin with. Because it's I have like a kind of easy on here. Yeah. So it's like prohibition style to begin with. And 
they have like this little secret door that looks like a shelf and you go in there and you can buy their liquors there, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I thought that that was like a very cool experience. So, I had no clue. Yeah, I really liked that atmosphere. Des sure. and I went to Death in Texas one day um, right before I got married. We, we just went day drinking in Midtown. God, the days before you had kids. I just, I wish I would have <laughs> eaten them up more than I did. Oh, girl, there'll, there'll be a time. Trust me. There'll be a time when uh, I yearn, I like yearn for and that. like... <laughs> I'm not coming home for two days, <laughs> Brad. Um, but we we went there during the day and we had fun. We ordered all the fun drinks. And um, if I would have known, I would have shown her like Des lives for speakeasies and like those little like hideaway places. Yeah. Um, so, so let's next talk about time. Your, yeah. Let's talk about the speakeasy that you're going to talk about because I think it's the same place that I've been to that I went with Amber one year on her birthday. Yeah, we went there on my Downtown birthday Reno. once. Uh huh. On the brew bike and. Um, it is, um, it's a speakeasy. It's called Shim Surplus. Yep. And it, from the front, you can't ant- enter from the front. It just looks like an army surplus store. And then you have to like go around back and you're supposed to know a code, but I, I don't remember giving a code or anything like that. But cool little vibe. Um, yeah. And the bartenders are like, they talk in accents and um, they like play the part the whole time that you're there, which it makes it like, I love stuff like that. Yeah, so do I. So do I. So uh, talking about ambiance, and I know I talk it, talked about it. I, I talked it about it. <laughs> there comes that Prosecco. Um, I talked about it before on our food podcast, but a great place for like brunch. But the shore. Uh, the patio. The patio at the shore. Okay. It's such a great and beautiful place to have a drink. But even their bar, like mm-hmm. sitting at their bar is beautiful. 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 Beyond. Yeah. I went on a very awkward date there one time and... You were more impressed by the scenery. 100%. (laughs) 1,000%. Like, I was just so impressed with the place, like, Uh the place he chose. I thought it was very nice. Like, Mm -hmm. and we started with cocktails at the bar and then moved to the restaurant for dinner. But I I really like that vibe. I think it's a beautiful spot. Yes. I have a little hidden gem about that place is um, if you rent, well, not rent, reserve, um, like, 10 seats on the patio on the 4th of July at, like, 7 p.m., um, you sit there, you go have dinner, you go have drinks, and then you have front row seats on the river to all the fireworks at the Aces. Oh, that's cool. It's amazing. Brad and I did it two years in a row, and we talk about doing it all the time, but then we noticed the group that we went with are continuing to do that on the 4th of July, which is kind of cool because we found it by random one 4th of July, and it was just like perfect because you have great food, drinks, and you don't have to fight the like Aces traffic, um, yeah. and, but you you're literally right under the fireworks. Yeah. So it's a good spot. I do like that spot. Yep. Another great uh, people watching place, and I've done this. I actually did it with you mm-hmm. before, is going to Roxy. Roxy. Oh, my gosh. Roxy One, it's sit. fun because it's of fun. everything there. And they have great drinks, even though they're mostly martinis, uh-huh. again. But I did get a great tequila drink there not and too long ago. great appetizers. Yeah. And they always have, food. like, a, a, a band or a piano. guy playing the piano singing, and they have dancing. And we did that for my birthday one yep. year. Yep. But and then you can just you sit go, right there. If you go and sit there for a crawl. Oh, yeah. At the railing. At the railing. You have the best people watching. Oh, f- you see like people. <laughs> and you just see like, like where's weirdos yeah you see all types and then you see like super cute people and then you just i mean remember and we played your team and you would pick like you're like oh that guy's on your team and he was (laughs) yeah he was like yeah bottom of the barrel you don't want him on your team (laughs) i forgot about that game that's why i always tell you i uh, you're i'm glad you're on my team yes oh perfect (laughs) i'm glad that you're on my team too (laughs) but that was a fun game yeah that's a fun game for the airport (laughs) (laughs) or just driving down the street for sure um, another one for ambiance, um, and it's really like such a basic bar, but um, Old Bridge Pub, which is right there where um, Campo used to be, like next to it, you know. Yeah. But you can just sit on their little um, patio. Uh, patio, with the yeah. I'm with the uh-huh. river. And um, they have great um, mules, uh, which I love a good Moscow mule every now and then. So do I. And um, I have a little bit of a, a soft spot for it because that's where Brad and I had our first date. Um, but you just kind of sit there. The river's there. It's great in the summer. People are walking by. Um, you kind of meet people because they're just like long picnic tables. And it, it's just a good little spot if you're just like before a movie, gonna go, you know, you're watching a movie downtown or before dinner, you can just have a little drink and watch. The, and they have that game there too, right? That long shuffleboard. The shuffleboard game. Love shuffleboard. Yeah. They have yeah. that, too. So I remember that. That's a good one. I want to talk about... So we reached out to our girlfriends, and I want to talk about a couple, couple of things that they wanted us to make sure we mentioned. 
so from our girlfriend Kristen. Um, she said a blind dog tavern. So I've never, been. I've never been either. She said Missy is one of the owners and she also bartends and she's super red and chill. Cool. Always remembers everybody's names, which I love. I love I it. I love that. I love that. That's great customer service mm-hmm. right there. And that the drinks are delicious and they definitely do specialty cocktail kind of place. It's like a specialty cocktail kind of place. So shout out to that one. And then and they have their own beer, I think. Like it's its own little brew. I think so. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Which I love a good brewery too. Yep. Uh, that's where my we organ should. comes. Yeah. There's a lot of breweries here too. I, they weren't even on my list, but there's yeah. a lot of great ones. We can do a whole episode on beer. Ooh. I like beer. Yep. So the, another one that they wanted to make sure we talked about, and this is between Kristen and Shelly, and I've been there a handful of times, and I absolutely agree that Chapel is mm, the froze yep the froze <laughs> so that's what everybody loves but chapel i remember when it started where 40 mile saloon is now mm-hmm. so it started there and it wasn't quite the same but now it's definitely awesome. that midtown mm-hmm. bougie and it's kind on of, the perfect yeah. stoplight and they do specialty cocktails mm-hmm. and it's that whole presentation yep. and everybody looks very dapper yep. all about bartenders and, and shelly had the best 70s themed birthday party there i remember I, oh my god oh it was my gosh, so, fun. so fun but um she said make sure that we mention that they have that little back patio in the mm-hmm. back with all the vines and that the front patio is great for people watching mm-hmm. which is where we spent shelly's yep. birthday her yep. 30th birthday yep and Sean, you're the owner of that one. And you are a very good friend of the Gravelisis. So a shout out to you. Oh. Um, do you know what also has a great patio with vines? Is It's um, right on 4th Street by the Aces, the Jesse. Have you been there? And they have the whole hotel above. And then they have like Estelle's, taco, Estella's Tacos back there. Is that where like all the games are too? No, that's the Yeti, which oh. is great. Have you been? Yeah, I've been there one okay. time. No, the Jesse is cool. But it's like you. It's kind of like you wouldn't suspect. It's a diagonal from a biker bar. It's kind of by the homeless shelter, by the bus station. But the back patio is freaking beautiful. Our friends rented it out for their wedding, and it's like brick, vines, iron, light, tea lights everywhere. Um, but they have great drinks, plants in the inside everywhere, which I love. Good plant. And um, the taco place is right on the back, and they're only open when the bar's open, and they just open this little garage door, and you can open, uh, order tacos. Love um, it. It's a great little spot. So for Amber's bachelorette party, we ended up going, and it was the first time I've ever been there. We went to the Z Bar. Oh. And I feel like since that was in the area of where we worked before, that place was repainted every year. Like mm-hmm. every year it would be a different color. Right now mm-hmm. it's like neon orange mm-hmm. and blue. Mm-hmm. But we ended up going there and we had the best time. It's the first place that I've actually seen in Reno that does flaming Dr. Pepper shots because mm-hmm. the girls were doing them at the bar. I was not partaking in that. Mm-hmm. But they had a DJ, like a karaoke DJ in the back. Mm-hmm. It was great ambiance. They had fire pits mm-hmm. and all that in the back. And then there was a like a, it wasn't a taco truck. It was like a fry truck that was cool. there. And they did like all these funky kind of French fries I, when we were there. I wish you would have went to my 30th birthday when we did Dive Bar Bingo. And we got a party bus because we went to the Z Bar. That's and, when I went to New York because yep, it was right up. Okay. Yep. And um, everybody said that the Z Bar was the most fun because they had all those patios, fire pits everywhere. And then we all had to load up back on this bus. And my drunk husband, there was just some guy on a skateboard coming by. He's like, get on, come with us. And I was like, proud what are you doing (laughs) but that place is really cool and i haven't been back since the one time i would like to try to go there again because we had such a good time there yeah yeah i did i had a really good time there so i would like to go back we need to do a little tour of this stuff everything that we're doing maybe rent a bus um shelly wanted us to make sure that we recognize picnic so I've been there twice, mm-hmm. both times with Shelly and Vinny. But during the summertime, especially, it's cool because they have outdoor barbecues that you can use. Yeah, you bring your, your own stuff. You bring your own stuff. Or if you don't bring your own stuff, they, they have, have stuff you can buy there. Mm-hmm. So you can use that. And that one's owned by Trevor. Again, I remember the cocktails being excellent there. And I remember, but it was winter time when we were there. So it wasn't like anybody was outside grilling. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, the possibilities of doing something yeah. fun during the summer. And they have, like, tons of heaters and stuff outside, so they you do use the patio. But that's a cute spot, and um, I I always like going there. Yeah. Um, Shelly also told us, so before Chapel moved, I don't know if it's the same. It couldn't be the same owners, because uh-uh. Shelly said right here. So 40 Mile Saloon um, is the best place in town to get a shot and a beer. So, and that one's owned by JoJo. 
it's great because it's small and quaint mm-hmm. and just it's like the right old school bar yeah, kind of yeah feel. old school reno dive yep. bar kind yep. of right yep. so she said make sure that that's what you would get there for sure you talked about the wine bar with the best espresso martini mm-hmm. and then shelly also recommended rum sugar lime which i have been there before mm-hmm. um it's fancy tiki themed mm-hmm. and it's owned by lorenzo great for date nights yeah it's a cool place i went to elementary school with that kid and he did a great job yeah very cool um that's all i had on my list um my last one that i would have is just bighorn again and i know we talked about that during the food one but they have amazing greyhounds because they fresh squeeze all of their grapefruit juice juice. and something about like the texture of the grapefruit juice and greyhounds used to be my go-to it's all i drink um and they have a great bloody mary and a great back patio um that was the last one on my list that makes me think of and this is this is one of the restaurants that like didn't survive COVID, and uh, I'm really sad about it. But Rapscallions, like Rapscallions, uh, was our go-to. Loved. For, they had the best happy hour. The in best town. happy hour. The best, and they the had best it twice appetizers. a night. Mm-hmm. They had it twice a night, so they had an early happy hour and then and a late, late night happy mm-hmm. hour. Um, their food was fantastic, and their drinks—they did all fresh squeezed juices like that. So oh, wow. I remember always getting like grapefruit drinks. Can we find like an that. investor and we can just reopen Rapscallion because it's such a beautiful spot. It is, and, and it's just sitting there. The other day I drove by, not the other day, but like in June, I went to PJ's and. Um, like it's all fenced off but all the lights are on inside so I was like is somebody doing something in there because I hope so me too it's because a- that it was a beautiful spot like it was beautiful the bar was beautiful yeah that spot and did you ever go to the gas lamp which was kind of like on a street yeah. over yep. um same that didn't survive covid and they had a great bar also great food um um some open them back up yeah. Bring back those like really good restaurants. Yeah, I agree. Rapscallions was definitely, and that was like a staple. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was for staple. years and years and years. I feel and like years. I went there. I went there when I graduated beauty school. Mm-hmm. We did a big lunch there. We, we took my to mom there for a big birthday before. Pop over there all the time. Every time my cousin was in town, she's like, "I want to go to Rapscallions," mm-hmm. and it was just like. And I'm not a big seafood eater to begin with, but there it would be amazing. No, but they had, I remember they had phenomenal salads, phenomenal steaks. Like they had other things other than just seafood. I just remember the happy hour menu because mm-hmm. I was there all the time because it was right by the beautiful. Yeah, they're like garlic aioli fries. Oh. <laughs> I'm an A all day. <laughs> yeah, I got a little buzz. <laughs> well, this is fun. This is a fun podcast. Uh, oh, we're going to make great. sure to tag, do a little reel on all these places so you guys know where to get a great drink in Northern Nevada and hopefully kind of change your normal routine i mean i don't usually leave my little valley out here so it's a lot of bullies that i feel like but bullies makes a great tequila with the tahine rim i'm just saying my bar is at my house these days and i (laughs) you know a chilled glass of wine if you want to come over i have a great patio right you do yeah you do so i'm gonna be over over tonight i am gonna come (laughs) tonight all right well i love you i'm so glad that we did this and we will be back next week you guys give us some hints what you guys want us to talk about seriously reach out you guys because it gets hard and um we want to talk about what our listeners want to hear yeah and i'm excited about jessica Oh, me too. That'll be a fun I, one. I already talked to her about it. She's totally down. Cool. So Love that'll be, it. that's a, it's, it's a surprise one, you guys, but it, it's going to be fun. And I like what she's doing. Yes. So, and it's funny because garage selling today, I saw a handful of the things that she's done. That's so funny. And other My people mom was doing it. very into it. Even growing up, like we also always used to do those things. So yeah, I'm it'll excited. be fun. All right, you guys, we hope you are having a great weekend. We just finished a bottle of Prosecco on our own. That's and only two glasses each. Yeah, Come on. that's true. And we love you. We want to say thank you to This Life Ain't for everybody. Thanks for believing in us. And Allie Beck, thank you, darling, for always killing it when it comes to editing our podcast. We appreciate you. We appreciate you so much, you guys. So hope you're having a great end of summer, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.